Hey amazing lady, today we're going to talk about how to overcome overwhelm. And I know in the holidays, especially in the busyness of the Christmas season, unfortunately this is one of the most stressful times of the year and it can feel like we're constantly running around a million miles an hour, constantly in the hustle and bustle of the season and it can feel extremely chaotic and it can be exhausting. And so if you feel like you're kind of working hard to hold it all together, but not quite feeling balanced, if you're feeling a little bit overwhelmed, then we're going to talk today about six simple steps that you can take to move to a place of much more peace, balance, presence, so you can actually have time for the holiday season that you really desire. We want to move towards managing our to-do list and managing our minds so that our to-do list, our stress, it's not managing us. If you feel like there's a million things you have to do, you have to do everything, but there's never enough time or energy to get it all done. If you feel pulled in a million directions and like your to-do list is constantly hanging over your head and like it's actually physically impossible to either find the time to rest or you're struggling to be fully present with your family because of all the things that are weighing on you this Christmas season, then let's give you some relief. So I want you to apply this through your Christmas, but I also also want you to come back to this whenever you're feeling a bit stressed, whenever you feel like you can't quite get ahead of all the things on your plate, because there are those seasons of life where we're naturally going to feel overwhelmed because they're extra demanding and that's, that's okay, that's expected. We're all going to get there sometimes and be there, but we don't have to stay there and let it pull us underwater. We don't have to drown in it because God made us for so much more than chronic stress and overwhelm. So let's rise to the challenge and let's do it together, my friend. Ready to dive in? All right, let's go. Hey friend, welcome to Arm to the Heart. I'm Megan Gephardt. I believe life and motherhood is a gift. I believe each of us are born with a unique mission we're meant to fulfill. I believe babies and dreams can and do go together. I believe it is possible to pursue the dreams in our hearts and also be a great mom at the same time when we let God lead us. I believe it takes a village and a whole lot of grace and that military life and motherhood is so much better when we do it together. So let's put on the armor of God. Let's run this race set before us as sisters in arms, as sisters in Christ. As moms especially, it's hard to not feel guilty for one thing or another, for not spending enough time with our kids or being as present as we'd like to be due to work, for taking time to rest when there's so much to do. No matter what we do or how hard we're trying, the guilt can feel constant. And you may feel like you're always behind or giving the leftovers of you to either your home or work or your kids at any given time or your marriage even. And trying to split your attention in so many places that you feel guilty and frustrated being spread so thin. And maybe some days it feels like you get zero things done, but then you also, you know, even though you weren't as productive as you wanted to be, you also didn't spend as much quality time with your family as you wanted. And so, or on the other hand, you feel like you're always working, but spending little time connecting. And this can be so frustrating for those of us who genuinely want to give 100% to our children and to our marriage and also give our best to everything else that we do and to our work and to our calling. And I truly believe a few things are true when it comes to work-life balance. You are irreplaceable to your family. You have unique gifts to offer the world. And God will give you all that you need for everything he calls you to do. And yes, that includes the time. Yes, that includes the energy. Yes, that includes the strength. And yes, that includes equipping you for the call. But we oftentimes feel, right, that 
all these pressures of our work and all the things we have to do, it can sometimes cause the urgent to overtake those most important things. And that is absolutely the case when it comes to Christmas. We get, I think, piled with so many expectations of all these things we have to do or we should be doing and more events and more events and more obligations and more commitments. And it's very, very hard to be as patient as we really want to be and as present as we really want to be for our kids and to pour into them in the ways that we really desire to. And so if you're finding yourself stressed or overwhelmed with kind of the mental load as much as the physical load of all the things on your plate and feel like no matter how much you give, it's, it's never quite enough or like you're still not doing enough even though you are completely tapped out, if you feel like there's never actually enough time to truly rest this Christmas season to spend the time in prayer that you desire to, to slow down, to find time for yourself. I see you and I hear you, my friend. So let's jump right in to this process because what we can do is we can, when we find ourselves in that place, and again, we don't have to let it mean anything about us. There's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with us when we find ourselves in this place. It just means we need to take a step back and recalibrate a little bit. We need to turn to the Lord. So step number one, I want you to schedule some quiet time. You're probably like, seriously, Megan, I don't have time for anything. How am I going to schedule any quiet time? So hear me out for a second. Ask your spouse or whoever in your support system you can lean on for a little bit of personal time. Ask for help with the kids or give yourself permission to take a step back and recalibrate for a few minutes. Your to-do list, your plan, your routine. Put a time block in the calendar and commit to it like an appointment, like you would an appointment where you're going to show up to it. Grab, you know, a a drink that you love, a snack or something that brings a smile to your face to help you relax. Because sometimes slowing down enough to make this time to even recalibrate is actually the hardest part. I know you're already feeling too busy and that's why you're here, but I know that this time that you invest will multiply and it will optimize the time that you do have. It's going to allow you to focus better. It's going to let you get rid of some things on your plate. So that's what we are here for. So do not let scheduling this in be your biggest obstacle because you're going to hold yourself back before you even get started and you won't make any forward progress. So overcome that first resistance, that hump, and schedule some time in. Number two, step two, I want you to take a deep breath and I want you to pray. Calm your nervous system, ground yourself in the present moment, and start with a simple prayer to invite God into this time. Lay all that's worrying you or causing you stress at Jesus' feet. Lay it at the foot of the cross. Invite God into this time and ask for more peace and clarity. God always knows our deepest needs. He always knows what's on our hearts. He knows when we need to ask for help, even when we don't. And he's going to give us so much more because our hearts and our hands are open to receiving instead of gripping so tightly to what we're afraid to lose or what we're trying to control or the, the you know sense of scarcity of time that we do have. So here's an example of prayer that you can pray. Jesus, I trust in you. I ask you to help uncover all that's weighing on my heart, all the burdens I'm carrying. Help me to just lay it all at your feet and surrender it all to you. I pray for clarity and peace. I trust that you give me all the time, grace, and strength needed for what you ask of me. Help me to let go of all the rest. Take care of all the rest. All right, step three, after you take some time to pray, to ground yourself, I want you to brain dump your to-do list. 
So write down all the things on your plate that are weighing on you. Just do a, a big download of all the tasks, responsibilities, whatever is weighing on you. Do not worry about organizing this for now. Just get it all out there on the paper. We're going to sort it through in kind of the following steps here. So that first step is just, just the brain dump. Because we carry around so much of the load in our mind, and it's pulling so much of our energy and focus away from what really matters in the moment. And so once we let it go onto the paper, it's going to free us up already. All right, step four. I want you to take about three to five minutes to do a thought download where you're really going to uncover what's going on in your mind. So I want you to identify what are the most pressing thoughts in your heart and your mind right now related to your to-do list, to all the things on your plate. You know, you can identify maybe what are the couple, two to three things that are that feel most uncomfortable to you or you're dreading the most or are really weighing on you the most. What's sticking out to you? What feels triggering to you? And I want you to focus on those. The most important part of this step is really being honest with yourself about what you're really currently experiencing. I don't want you to overthink it. I don't want you to filter or censor your thoughts and beliefs, but truly write them down. And the point here is we're moving from what's going on in our subconscious mind to our conscious and onto the paper. And I don't want you to judge or to feel any embarrassment or shame around those thoughts when they come. Don't judge them. Don't criticize them. Just write them down with a lot of self-compassion and let the writing down on paper process create a little bit more space and distance between you and those thoughts. And it's super, super critical, again, to just be very honest with yourself, even if the thoughts are painful, even if they're heavy, even if they feel really yucky to you or just icky to hold. Even when you encounter those thoughts that you don't like, just write them down. Do not censor yourself here because those thoughts are there whether whether or not we write them down and it will help you create more space instead of over-identifying with them when you write them down. It's going to help you start to release the weight of those things from your shoulders. So awareness is always the first step to breaking free from anything that's not serving us. So that is what we're doing here. We're going to start to grow in awareness through this process of downloading all of our thoughts and then we'll start to be able to peel back those layers and, and take a look and see, okay, wow, maybe some of these are not really true. Maybe some of these are not glorifying God. Maybe some of these are not really helpful. But the first step is not to judge, but just to write them down. So we're going to get that. All right, step five is to sort and categorize. So now that you've written all of them down, I want you to go ahead and categorize them based on the different areas of your life. So whatever makes the most sense to you, however, you know, kind of helps simplify this for you, you could separate out, for example, you know, family, home, work, or your community service, social, or your extended family, maybe. So create those categories based on, you know, kind of your season of life and what makes the most sense for you right now. All right, step six is we are going to create a little bit of order and some peace from this chaos that is on the paper right now. And that's the thing, this was the chaos in our mind. And so now you're going to, we're again, starting to unravel a lot of a lot of those things that were kind of tied up in knots um, weighing us down. So take a deep breath, take a drink of your, your water, whatever it is that you've got there. Take a moment, say another prayer or invite God in again and then go ahead and run through this checklist with each of those lists that you made or now that you've sorted them into the categories. So I want to bring to your awareness that you are going to feel a ton of internal resistance to doing this exercise because when we're mentally and emotionally already drained and already stressed, we have way too many things on our plate, the last thing we want to do is create more work for ourselves, right? But I want to encourage you to take this step back and to think about what is it currently costing you to continue on without making a change? 
And if you were to continue to go down the trajectory that you're going down right now without recalibrating, without taking things off of your plate, you're just gonna be digging yourself into a deeper hole and nothing is really gonna change. And so I wanna give you that tough truth and love and encourage you to be willing to take a little bit of time to give this upfront investment of your focus and your energy because it's going to ultimately conserve so much energy for you and so much time on the back end that we don't even realize that we're wasting. And so, you know, if you're being pulled in a million directions right now, if you're overburdened, if you feel overextended, overcommitted, if you feel just exhausted and like you almost have nothing left and you have no idea how you're going to carve out the time to even think about these things, I want you to just be reminded that it is far more worth it to take an hour or so to reflect on all of this and it will give you so much clarity so that you can really lighten your load and that's a million times better than keeping, you know, carrying around this super heavy load and trying to hold it all together when you were really never meant to bear this load, my friend. So go get after it. And I am with you and I am cheering you on all the way. And before we get into this, I want to let you know that this is all in my Overcome the Overwhelm guide. So if you haven't downloaded that free guide, it's available for you in the show notes. I put it pretty much link it to every podcast episode um, at the bottom. So if you scroll down, you'll see it. So you can download that and go ahead and follow along. It's going to be really easy to kind of keep track as I go through um, this podcast episode. So that'll be the best way for you to go ahead and journal on it at your own pace. So first thing, what can I delete or say no to? What could I say no to to allow for my greater yes? What can I take off my plate in the season or as soon as possible? What will I say no to? Is there anywhere here that I might be overcommitting or overextending? What doesn't feel fulfilling or worth it anymore out of this list that I can just delete? (laughs) I can really say no to. So get really curious about those things that you feel like you have to do that might be either self-imposed expectations or things that you may have committed to that wasn't necessarily prudent and how could you potentially set a boundary there for yourself. Okay, so that's the first one. The second step here is prioritize. Which of these demands are really a true priority for you? You can ask yourself, you know, where am I allowing what feels really urgent to me to overtake what's actually most important? Where can I shift here to protect those things that are most important to me? And then how can I designate a time for these first and actually commit to them by scheduling them as non-negotiables in my calendar so they don't end up falling to the wayside accidentally? And this is going to help you be more aligned with what really is most important to you. Right, the third that you're going to do with this list is you are going to set boundaries and you're going to identify okay, what is stealing my peace? What is taking away from your priorities? Where could it be helpful to reduce your distractions so you can better honor your time, your energy, your attention? Because it is so precious, my friend. It's so precious. We can't just be giving it away to anything and everything. And so often we do that, we overextend. And so where could you reduce those distractions so you can really honor those priorities that you set and decide what boundaries are needed? All right, the fourth is I want you to look and see where can you delegate or receive some help? What does not actually need to be done by you that others could do and could even do better? What could you ask for help with or how could you accept more help where it might be offered? Or maybe where somebody has offered it in the past and you weren't quite ready to take them up on it. 
How could you get creative potentially in delegating or in receiving help that you might need here? And then with this, where do you have some resistance to receiving help or for asking for help? And why is that? Is it serving you? Is it serving your family? Do you want to hold on to that resistance? How might it actually be a gift to others and to your family to accept more help? All right, fifth is automate. I want you to look at what can I set up to automatically happen instead of having to remember to do it each time? How could I streamline or systematize recurring demands or tasks? Where could I kind of minimize decision-making fatigue here, make admin or home management, work or business? How could I make things more efficient? So a simple example, of course, is like automating our bills. You know, that's one I think most of us do automatically, but what are the other things in our life that we could do that for too? What are those things that we tend to do, have to do on a recurring basis, and is there a way we could streamline that more by automating it? All right, six, what can you postpone until later? What could you let go of for right now or say not yet to, to protect your priorities, to protect your time, your energy, your peace? What could wait? You know, what might need a little bit longer of a time frame than your original expectations? How could you set a more reasonable pace for yourself instead of overworking or pushing past your own needs? So look and see, okay, what timelines are, are truly self-imposed? And am I being kind to myself with the pace that I'm running at or am I expecting myself to continue to run at a pace that just does not make sense for me given my actual goals and intentions for this season and the rest of the context of what's going on and I'm so guilty of this <laughs> so many times but I've been learning and growing a lot in this over this last year and it's a question I've been constantly asking myself so helpful number seven where can you reset your expectations? So identify what are those standards that you're holding yourself to? Ask yourself, you know, are they actually realistic? Do they need to be recalibrated a little bit to be more feasible? Where and how can you give yourself a little bit more grace? Or can you be more compassionate with yourself or with other people or even with your family? Number eight, communicate. So where, based on those boundaries that you have identified and those things that might need to shift a little bit, or expectations that might need to be managed, what needs to be communicated and commit to initiating that conversation? Where can you reach out for help? You know, where can you communicate that need for help? And how can you help others understand what's on your plate and how we can share the load more? Specifically, specifically urging you to do this in your marriage. <laughs> because oftentimes we are carrying so much of the invisible load and it's a very disproportionate load that we tend to carry as mothers and as wives. So or can you let your husband in a little bit more to share the load with you? So you're not resent, you're not kind of building up that resentment over it too. All right, number nine, release pressure and guilt. So where are you feeling guilt and shame? What or who are you comparing yourself to? Who do you feel like you have to keep up with? Or what do you have to feel like you have to keep up with? And where is this coming from? Where do you feel like you're failing, you're inadequate, you're not enough? Where do you feel that sense of insecurity? And what does God want to say to you here? How does he see you? What does he want you to be free from? Ask yourself those questions. 10, role model or guide. Look for, 
an example? Do you intentionally seek out women who could guide you in this, who are pursuing a balance or an integration that you really admire with the values that you share? Where might you need some more examples maybe because you're not quite sure what's possible or you want to see more of how this is possible with more peace and more grace? Number 11, accountability. So who can hold you accountable in this process, in this season, on this journey? How could your spouse, your friends, a mentor, a coach, whoever it is, help you in this way? How could it be a million times easier with someone to help you stay disciplined, to help you overcome those mental hurdles just as much as you know figuring out how you can make the time, how you can stick with it once you commit to it, but also how you could give yourself more grace in the process? Because I know we are our own worst critic oftentimes. Number 12, mindset, skill set. Do you have a lot of negative self-talk and beat yourself up a lot? And how would you rate your skill set in these different categories on a scale of 1 to 10, with 10 being the highest? Managing your mind, emotional command, setting and maintaining boundaries, communication, self-discipline, time management. So those are the practical steps. And the last thing I want to reinforce is the importance of mindset in all of this. It's kind of the anchor. So it's sort of like a bonus step slash like a common thread that should run through all of this. But I really want you to reinforce some mindset shifts for yourself. So here's some scripts that you can kind of anchor in on. So write down whatever speaks to you the most that you can just go back to and you can really hold in the forefront of your mind through this process. Progress over perfection. I'm worthy of communicating my needs, my expectations, and my desires. I'm worthy of saying no to protect my peace. I'm worthy of asking for help when I need it. Asking for help is a sign of strength and courage. With God's grace, I am enough. I am not alone, and I am not meant to carry this alone. I make time for what is most important. God gives me all the time and grace needed for what he asks of me. I am irreplaceable to my family. My worth is not in my work, my performance, my productivity, my ability to achieve perfection, proving myself, or pleasing others. The time I give to God will be multiplied exponentially. I am worthy of rest regardless of what needs to be done. I can trust God in the surrender of what is left undone. A full plate doesn't equal a fulfilling life. What would bring me more joy? The most important work I can do is within the walls of my own home. So those are your mindset shifts, my friend. And again, this is a process that is helpful in any season of life that you feel a little bit overextended, overcommitted, a little bit overwhelmed, or just stressed with all the things that are on your plate. And again, this is this is one of those things that we can come back to over and over again because things are always shifting and changing, you know, and, and we oftentimes do need to take that step back and slow down and really evaluate, you know, what is on our plate and what might be we be holding on to that we're not meant to carry, that God wants us to be able to release and to receive some help and support in because we're not meant to carry it all on our own. We need his grace and we need a village, right? So you can find all of those prompts in this process and more 
in my Overcome the Overwhelm guide. So it's a free guide if you haven't downloaded yet. Go ahead and do that. It's linked in the show notes, and you'll join my insider community um, over email where I'll share with you updates as the new podcast episodes come out, share other things that are on my heart. I'll share, you know, you'll get the first chance to receive any kind of sales and bonuses for my programs and my services that I offer. So, like I said, if you haven't downloaded that already, please do. It's got everything that I shared today, plus a whole bunch more really helpful mindset shifts so you can start to dig into what are those limiting beliefs that are actually holding you back from living this out fully, from moving from that place of overwhelm and stress to that place of peace and of much more balance in the juggling act of all the things on your plate. And, you know, I say balance, but what I really mean by balance is more so an integration, integration of every area of your life because every area of your life matters. You are made to be whole. That's how God designed you. He didn't make us to be compartmentalized and to pursue, you know, one area of our life at the expense of all the others or at the expense of certain areas. And I think we feel so, you know, either dysregulated and disintegrated and we feel so frustrated when we do feel like we have to compromise certain areas of our life and certain values and priorities to achieve success in one area of our life. And so I believe it's much more about an integration of mind, body, spirit, of our family life, our work and our contribution that God calls us to, and our marriage, and how we're living all of that out faithfully. And so if that resonates with you, and you are in the right place, and I'm excited to keep diving in with you, you will see in this guide, um, in addition to what we covered today, I've got 20 different limiting beliefs that you might find yourself with. And these came from my heart, my own struggles over the years, as well as the women that I've been coaching um, over the last couple years. And so this is something that you will probably see yourself into. And I'm going to help you move from a place of feeling really defeated and discouraged in this to much more empowered. So if you feel like, you know, I don't have the time, there's never enough time to do everything I, I need to do. I can't get anything done. I'm too busy. No matter what I do, it's, you know, never enough. I'm not enough can't find time to rest. I, you know, I can't rest. There's too much to do. It's all just too much. I have to do it all by myself. I'm such a mess. Like if any of those thoughts sound like you, then you need to go grab this guide right now. And you'll get to see how you can start to shift your mindset to a place that's much more empowering instead of being a victim to all of these circumstances. So you don't have to stay stuck. You don't have to stay stuck. And it is possible. It is possible to continue to move into a place of much greater balance, of much greater wholeness. And wholeness is holiness. Wholeness is what allows us to fulfill our calling generously, but also sustainably. So we're not burning ourselves out. So we're not running ourselves to the ground. So we're not running on fumes and just pouring ourselves out from an empty cup constantly, because that only leads to resentment over time. And it bleeds out into our relationships. It truly does. It does not help us to show up as the person we are meant to be over the long run and it dims our light at the end of the day and so if you're ready for more balance if you want to continue to move forward in this if you just want a guide to help you like have this on paper so you can do this um instead of like pausing every second probably in this podcast episode and listening to it then go grab my guide and you'll be able to walk through this exercise um the whole time so I pray that this served you well and 
if this was helpful to you, I would love to hear. Please go ahead and leave this podcast a rating, um, leave it a review, and let me know how it served you. Or go ahead and reach out to me by email at megan at armtotheheart.com. I would love to hear from you. Um, It would absolutely make my day. Just seeing, seeing how much this is impacting you just makes it all worth it. And I absolutely love serving you. It's such a joy. So I'm praying for you this Christmas season. I'm praying that this really equips you with the tools and the process to find that time that God really wants to give you for what's most important, to create more room in your heart, to welcome the Lord into your heart, into your life more, into your family life, and to experience the joy and the peace and the true, true soul-filling rest that He wants for you this Christmas season and as we enter this new year. So I'm running this race right alongside you, my friend, and lifting you up. And I look forward to talking to you again soon. I'll see you next time. I hope you loved this episode today, sister. I pray it encouraged you, strengthened you, stretched you, and blessed you in some way today. If so, would you mind stopping right now and sharing this episode with a friend who would benefit from it too? I would also love if you could take just about 30 seconds to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. I'd love to hear what spoke to your heart the most. And lastly, go ahead and grab your free resources linked in the show notes to meet you wherever you're at in the season. Whether it's fitness through pregnancy and postpartum, dreaming and goal setting in an integrated way through motherhood, or overcoming the overwhelm, I got you covered. There you'll also find everything you need to know about working with me through either of my programs whenever you're ready to take that next step. I'll see you in a few days. Go fight the good fight, friend.